0: Hey friend, welcome to the Talking About TTC podcast. My name is Lauren and I am not a doctor or an expert, but I am currently navigating the difficult season of life that is called trying to conceive. When my husband and I had our first loss, I went looking for a podcast to help me with the grief and the emotions that I was feeling, but I struggled to find one that was a good fit for me. And during that time, I truly felt so alone. I'm so grateful for the friends and family that were vulnerable and shared their struggles with us. So now, eight months into our journey, I finally decided that it was time for me to help other women and families who are facing similar struggles when trying to grow their family. My hope is that through this podcast, I can provide encouragement, some peace, and more importantly, a community so that others on their trying to conceive journeys do not have to feel so alone. Let's get started. Hi, friends. I feel like I can say that at this point. We're on episode 10, and I've pretty much put everything out there about our journey. So I feel like we're friends. I feel like I can say that. Um, But today is August 1st when this podcast is releasing, and I wanted to take the time to talk about days that are hard dates that are hard, seasons that are hard because they were supposed to be something that they're they're just not anymore, um, whether it's because of infertility or loss. And for me personally, this month, um, our due date for our second baby was August 19th. So, you know, obviously August 19th <laughs> this summer is going to look a little bit different than what we had hoped and thought it would be back in the winter time, and so I want to take some time and kind of talk about what I'm personally doing to help me through the hard days and I'm going to talk about some other hard days that we've had in the past and I think that this is applicable not only for people who have had a miscarriage and experienced loss but I think that this is so applicable for people who maybe you thought you would have a baby by now and even if you haven't gotten pregnant before, if you're struggling with infertility and you thought like, okay, this Christmas or this Mother's Day or this Father's Day or whatever, whatever it might be for you, no matter what your journey looks like, there are going to be hard days. And I think a huge part of that is when you are trying to grow your family, you get your hopes up and you start envisioning what life is going to be like at certain milestones. So, For example, um, my husband and I have quite a few weddings that we are going to this fall. And with our first and second baby, we thought at that point like, okay, we're going to have to find sitters. What is it going to look like? And so it might even be something as, as quote unquote simple, even though that's not really simple, but as quote unquote simple as that. Because it's just, you make plans when you find out you're pregnant or when you're trying to get pregnant, you sit there and you're like, okay, this time, you know, next year we're going to have a baby. What's life going to look like then? And I think it's really hard at times to be okay and to be at peace when there's been a giant wrench thrown in your plans and life just doesn't look like what you expected it to. I also want to take a couple minutes in this episode and talk about how you can support your friends or your family members on those hard days. If you're not necessarily the one going through the loss or infertility, but you have a friend or somebody that you care about who's going through it, how can you support them? I know I have a lot of my friends that listen to the podcast, and I'm so appreciative of their love and their support and everything that they say and and just you know encourage me to keep going with this. But I do think that a big part of what this podcast can do and what it is doing is helping to just start some of those conversations or provide I don't know, like maybe like ideas or ways that you can either approach conversations with your friend who is struggling with infertility or loss or how you can just go about certain situations and be mindful I think that that there's a lot to be said for that so you know I think in the past these conversations weren't necessarily happening so a lot of people don't really know how to approach a friend or how to approach a loved one who's going through this or how to support them because the conversations just weren't happening and I'm so thankful that those conversations are starting to happen more often now and there's are starting to be more resources. So I do want to make sure that I touch on that. If you're a friend of somebody who is struggling or having a hard time at certain dates or seasons approach, know that I'm going to throw some things in here that have been helpful for me in the past or would be helpful in certain situations. Okay, so let's talk about Mother's Day, for example, this past Mother's Day or Father's Day. Obviously, for my husband and I, both of those days were super hard, and so what we did was we tried to do things that made that day special for us, even though it looked different than what we had hoped it would look like this year. So for Father's Day, what we did was I got my husband a card, I let him pick what we did that day. It was whatever he wanted it to look like. I let him pick what he wanted to do for dinner, got him a nice dinner, and still found a way to celebrate that day because he is still a dad. Just because our babies aren't here on earth, he's still a dad, and I wanted him to you know, make sure that he knew that I felt that way about him and, and make it special for him. And on Mother's Day, I really appreciated when some of my good friends, you know, messaged me and sent me a really nice message saying like happy Mother's Day, even though I know it looks different than what you had hoped it would. I want you to know that I'm still thinking about you and, you know, just being thoughtful and even though it might feel a little bit awkward acknowledging the significance of those days I think is really important instead of just trying to ignore them now that is just for me some people might want to just pretend like the day is not a thing and that's fine you know I think it's it's really different for every person but this is just specifically what helped me and what made those days a little bit easier for me so doing things that we enjoyed to try to make that day special and not just pretending like there wasn't any significance in it. That was really important to me. I think the other part of acknowledging those days and like, for example, I don't know what August 19th is going to look like for us with that being our due date for our second baby. But, you know, maybe we're going to go spend time together, do something special Maybe we're going to just hang out on the couch and be sad together that day. I don't really know, but whatever it is, I know that we're going to be super intentional about listening to what we feel like we need on those days. And on that note of like listening to your emotions and honoring your emotions and your feelings, I think another thing that could be really helpful is some sort of like journaling Just getting your feelings, everything in your head, getting it out there. For me, this podcast kind of does that. But for you, maybe it's just like sitting down and actually writing out how you're feeling, whatever that may look like. And then, I've said this before too, but therapy, I feel like is so important. I don't know how people go through seasons like this without therapy. I know it has been so helpful for me. Um, So you know, really just listening to yourself but also making sure you're getting yourself the resources that you need. Okay, so now getting myself back on track, I think being really intentional about doing things that bring you joy on difficult days is really important. I think for some people that might be hard because you're like, okay, well how like I'm supposed to be sad. I am sad. Why would I do something that makes me feel happy? I don't think it is fair to like punish yourself through these hard seasons and make yourself sit in your sadness if you have the choice to bring some joy into your life. I don't feel like for me that is the best way for us to like honor our babies and for us to move forward. So I really try to on the hard days, do things that are very purposeful in honoring our babies, honoring what the day should have been, but then also doing things that bring us joy. Allow yourself to be sad. Allow yourself to feel the emotions, but don't feel like you have to stay stuck in the sad. It's okay for you to find joy on a hard day. In fact, I think that it is important and I think that's how we, you know, pick ourselves up and keep moving forward. Allow yourself to find joy on those hard days, even if it is just the simplest thing of having a coffee from your favorite coffee spot or going out to a restaurant or sitting in the sun and reading a book if that makes you happy. Let yourself do at least one thing on a hard day that brings you joy because I think I just think that's that's good for the soul you know so I think there's so much value in that and then like I said if you're somebody's friend as they're going through this I think it's so important to just take the time to acknowledge what that day should have been for them on our first due date back in May it meant the world to me when I had people reach out to me and say Hey, I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you today and we love you guys. I think, you know, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. But I do still have a lot of sadness in regards to certain days or certain milestones. And so for me, I don't love feeling like I'm just constantly sad. I think it's important to acknowledge those emotions because if you pretend like the emotions aren't there... They're going to sneak up on you at some point. So I think we do have to acknowledge the hard emotions, the sad emotions, but I think that it is so important to make sure that we're also doing things that make us happy and to bring some of that positive energy back into our life. Nobody deserves to sit in sadness all the time, and nobody deserves, even on the hard days, to sit in sadness that whole day. So I think... It's just really important. I, I've said it so many times, it's just really important to make sure you're allowing yourself to do things that bring you joy even on the hard days. Another thing specifically for those of you who have had a miscarriage or who have lost your baby, I think that it could be really beneficial to find ways to like honor your baby and, and almost like memorialize is that a word? Memorialize your baby on those important days. So for some people, I've heard of people like planting trees or planting flowers or, um, you know, for me, it wasn't necessarily on a specific day, but I shared this on another podcast after our first loss, my husband and I went and got tattoos and we lost our first baby in October. So I got the October birth flower tattooed on my arm. And so trying to find ways you don't necessarily need to go tattoo yourself if that's not your jam. But like I said, like maybe planting flowers or even I've seen people who, you know, order jewelry or get jewelry made that symbolizes and represents those babies who aren't here on earth with us. So I think there's lots of ways that you can take all of those emotions and take that energy that you have and put it into something good and put it into something that brings you joy or at least makes you feel like your babies aren't being forgotten and that they're with you and that their significance and, and their life, no matter how short it was, was still important. And that's really the, the, I think the bulk of it. When you have gone through this or if you have a friend who's going through this, it can be really hard when. These seasons come and go because it can feel like our babies are being put farther and farther behind, or like maybe forgotten about. So, just spending time to acknowledge those babies and as a friend, reaching out to your friend and acknowledging their baby goes so far because the worst feeling is feeling like people are going to forget about someone that was so, so, so important to you. I think the same can be said for somebody who is struggling to get pregnant and is struggling through infertility. When you don't let it be, especially if you're somebody who has a close relationship with that person, don't let it be like the elephant in the room that you never talk about. On difficult days for them... I think it's really important to acknowledge that you may not understand necessarily to the extent that they're feeling their emotions, but you're acknowledging that their emotions are there and they might be having a, a difficult day. I think that it goes a long way. It just allows people to feel like they're not in all of this alone. It allows them to feel like their pain is real and valid And that is so important. I think to wrap all of this up, the big things for me that I try to do on difficult days and that I would encourage you to do like I said, do things that bring you joy. Allow yourself to feel all of the emotions the good, the bad, the ugly. You don't have to suppress any of those. And, you know, that goes for feeling sad feeling frustrated, feeling angry, just as much as it goes for allowing yourself to be happy on days that might be a little bit more difficult. And then as a friend of somebody or a loved one of somebody who is going through this, when you can make them feel like their pain or their experience isn't forgotten about, And that you're thinking about them and you're acknowledging that what they're going through is real and what they're going through is difficult and challenging. I think that that is the best thing that you can do as a friend. Maybe see if they want to go do something with you on those days, but also understand if they just kind of want to hang by themselves. Really listening to them, asking them, what can I I do for you to be a good friend and support you today? I think all of that and just the thoughtfulness goes so far. I don't think anybody expects someone to have like a magic solution to make them feel better, but I truly feel like when you have people who just genuinely care about you and reach out to you to support you and who reassure you that your feelings aren't forgotten about, your emotions aren't forgotten about, and if you're in the same situation as my husband and I, that your babies aren't forgotten about, it goes so far. There's no perfect one-size-fits-all guidebook on this, and it is so difficult, but I don't think that you can ever go wrong if you are truly just trying to be thoughtful and mindful of, you know, Someone's feelings and emotions. I don't think you can ever go wrong with that. So that is what I have for you. If you are somebody who is in a difficult season or has some tough days coming up, just know that I'm thinking about you. If you want to shoot me a message on Instagram, go ahead and check it out. It's at Talking About TTC podcast on Instagram. Shoot me a message. Inbox is always open. And I love having conversations with you all. I've met so many amazing people through this platform and I'm so thankful for the conversations that I've already had so you know I will do my best to be that support system for you if that is something that you are looking for and I hope that you can find those things and allow yourself to do those things that bring you joy even on the hard days and on that note I hope you have the best rest of the week that you can possibly have and I will be back with you next week if you loved this episode or if there's another episode that you really enjoyed please go ahead and give it a five-star rating wherever you're listening to it and if you could share it with a friend or somebody who you think might need it that would mean the world to me too